Hey y'all, and welcome back in for another edition of the Nolcast. This is Bud Elliott, your host. And uh, we are about uh, 16 hours later since I recorded the uh, pre-game preview and it played out. Um, unfortunately for Noel fans, it, about like we thought it would play out. Uh, just, just not a good game for Florida State overall and, and a really poor matchup uh, for them. Uh, first want to start thanking our sponsors, Louisiana Hot Sauce. Madison Social, Resolution Home Loans, and of course, Travis Johnson, attorney at law for all your family law needs. Okay, so if you haven't heard of the Instant Reaction Podcast before, we do this live uh, to tape, and we do, not, we do not edit this. It is just out, and uh, it's typically pretty short, unless it was a really big game or, or a game with a lot of twists and turns and a lot of things to break down immediately. However, uh, as the season goes on, they get a little bit shorter because there's typically fewer takeaways. We, we generally have a better opinion uh, about the players and, and the coaching on the football team. And uh, I would say tonight will probably be a little bit on the shorter side. Uh, 40 to 17 Gators. Uh, I missed it by a point. <laughs> I, I predicted that they would go 41-17 and the, uh, they missed extra point there. By the Gators uh, to start the game uh, was was the difference in terms of of me nailing the, the correct score final. Of course, Florida State also missed a field goal, so you know you can't just focus on, on one event that happened in the game. There, uh, the Gators outgained FSU 467 to 250. Uh, that's not really surprising. Uh, they had a couple drives that started in, in plus territory. This score certainly could have been worse, uh, but the, the number one reason why why uh, Ingram and I were both very confident that Florida State had little to no shot to win this game. Was that Florida State does not have people who can block? It does not have ACC caliber players on its offensive line. I mean Dante Lucas, but obviously with that right now, um, Darius Washington didn't, didn't play. He's a true freshman, but still he's better than like Abdul Bello, uh, who, who you had to throw in there, who, who got got whipped uh, pretty routinely. Just not a uh, not a team in Florida that Florida State is capable physically of blocking. It's not a want-to thing. It's not a coaching thing. It's not an effort thing. It's not an experience or a technique thing. It's just a talent thing. They do not have players who can block Florida, period. Uh, we had those those games that we ID'd in the preseason, the, the ones we thought Florida State couldn't block the opponent. They only only, only won one of those games. The game to be really mad about, if you're mad about six and six, I think, is is the Wake Forest game. That, that's an opponent that you you should have been able to block and and, uh, and and coach that game pretty poorly. And ultimately, the guy who was responsible for some of those errors in that game is is no longer here, obviously. But uh, for the Knowles, 56 plays and 12 tackles for loss allowed. So you're talking about a tackle for loss more than one out of every five plays. Uh, to that. Add another nine incompletions and uh, and several rushes for for zero yards and and just so few of Florida State's plays uh, went for positive yardage tonight. Uh, 250 yards on 56 uh, plays is a testament to the fact that Florida State did hit some explosive plays, which is what we said in the open that they would have to do uh, because we knew you'd not be able to sustain drives against the Gators for the most part. FSU had three passes over 20, uh, 45, 25. And 22. It also had a chunk run of 50. Uh, they actually, honestly, had two drives where they sustained them better than I expected. The, the opening drive of the game was was a well 
well-designed game or drive, I thought, uh, 10 plays, 75 yards. And then the you had a touchdown drive in the second half where you kind of have a crazy play where DJ Matthews flips it like backhanded, underhanded to, uh, to, to Mario and Terry. And uh, that was certainly surprising uh, that they were able to, to, to take care of that. But ultimately, just the, the inability to block uh, largely doomed you here. But that's that's what we expected it to be. Um, Florida State was 5-14 on third downs, 1-1 one one on fourth down, 4.5 four yards per play. The Gators, 6.4 yards per play. So about a 50% advantage there on a per-play basis for the Gators, which, uh, you know, is is roughly reflective of, of, of the score, 40-17. to 17. The, the one the one way this really never got totally out of control was that Florida State did not commit a turnover uh, tonight, and neither did Florida, but ultimately that meant that the teams, uh, for the most part, were starting uh, drives in, inside their own end and in, inside their own 30 uh, most often. In fact, I, I think uh, I think Florida only had one, two drives that started in, in FSU territory. Obviously, uh, Florida State had one that started in the Gators' territory. It was after a, a fake punt by Florida, which I'm not fully sure if it was on, on purpose or not, or maybe just the the punter uh, taking off with the ball. But, I mean, look, guys, 12 tackles for loss allowed in 56 snaps of football is ridiculous. Uh, and that's just, that can't work. But it's not a surprise. We, we know that they, the players they have physically are not capable of blocking the Gators period. They weren't physically capable of blocking Miami or Clemson and to a large part UVA. So uh, James Blackman 14 of 23 for a buck 50, 115 rating. That's fine. I mean, it's not good, but it's, he's certainly been worse. Uh, DJ Matthews had, had a pass for 25 that, that I mentioned earlier. And uh, and, Tra- and uh, Jordan Travis one one of one for six looks like he took a shot in the back there on, on a pretty hard hit. Tamari and Terry did uh, hit a thousand career receiving yards, so good for him there. That's a pretty awesome seven catches for uh, one thirty one. Uh, defensively, I, th- I thought Florida State uh, played played fairly poorly. And we look, we know they have a lot of guys out on defense. I mean, you're talking about uh, Kando and, and Wilson and Woodby and several other guys who were out, and then early in the game. Uh, you get a what looks just to be a, a very sad leg injury to Hampson Asraldine, who who's one of the best defensive players in the ACC, and uh, just that was sad. I, I, that sucks for him. And then somewhat shortly thereafter, you get Cyrus Fagan ejected uh, for a targeting call, which I thought was kind of questionable, but I mean that it, it is what it is. Uh, Florida was was pretty damn good on offense. We said they probably would not try to screw around with running the football. They're not a good running team at all. Um, and I think part of that is that Mullen's scheme run-wise, it, it, it has helped a lot if you have a quarterback uh, quarterback run option. And Trask is not really that for the most part. Florida had a 77 rushing yards, 3.1 per carry if you take out the sacks, which, well, never mind. Florida State did not record a sack, uh, but... We'll get to that. Uh, throwing the football, though, Trask was 30 of 41 for 343. Uh, Emory Jones was 5 of 6 for 47. So, you know, you, you put their, their starting quarterbacks together. Um, 35 of 47 for 390. Four touchdowns, no picks. I mean, just 
it's kind of what we thought, right? We, we said, hey, Florida will probably not try to screw around running football. They'll, they'll most likely just throw it a lot, and they'll throw it well because that's what they do, and Florida State does not cover very well in the back end. Florida State also does not do a good job of rushing the passer. They don't really have good pass rushers on this team. Janarius Robinson being the only guy really on the edge who I think you can trust, and even he is not a not really a good pass rusher. It, it was our major fear coming into the season, and then once you lost Kando, that, that was certainly uh, – something that was magnified for the Gators. It was kind of a mixed bag. Everybody had a bunch of catches and nobody was over a hundred yards. Hell, nobody was over 75 yards. Uh, Kadarius Tony had, had some very nice plays. He had, he had, uh, I think he had a hundred yards from scrimmage, but it was a pretty much a team effort there. They, they largely did whatever they wanted. Uh, the Gators scored on two, three, uh, seven of their first eight drives, and uh, and it certainly could have been worse. The tempo in the game was was actually somewhat slow, only 11 possessions uh, for each side. So pretty dominating performance there, but not one that we uh, were surprised about. Odell Higgins did a nice job, actually. I, I do want to give him credit for this because he screwed this up in the first two games that, that he had coached this year. As far as deciding when to, uh, when to go, when to kick, at least down there on the goal line, he, he made the right calls. Now, uh, I, I think kicking the field goal down 23 points is uh, uh, is rather silly. But, you know, it it is what it is. I don't think he's really much of a legitimate head coaching candidate uh, unless you just totally strike out on everybody and need to have somebody without a big buyout uh, who you can change when you, when you get a new AD. But I don't, I don't anticipate uh, that happening. So... Uh, uh, he was asked tonight uh, if he thinks he's done enough to be in consideration as FSU, FSU said coach. Uh, he said something along the lines of, and I'm reading from Brendan Sinone here, his tweet, uh, I can't even talk about the coaching job. I can only talk about the hurt uh, for these young men. So certainly Odell feels it. Uh, but, yeah, that, it's kind of hard to evaluate because it's like, was he really, what was he going to do tonight to – to make this team, or, or to make himself look like he was going to be the head coach, they were going to get get crushed pretty much regardless of what happened. In my in my opinion, um, maybe fewer penalties. Certainly, Florida State thirteen penalties for ninety seven yards, and a couple of them were actually declined. So it was probably worse uh, than that. A lack of composure, just just some sloppiness overall. They're not going to undo. Uh, honestly, about like four years now of real, just kind of questionable coaching and uh, and certainly a penalty issue that had occurred uh, with, with Willie Taggart. So that, that may take a little bit of time, I would guess, to, uh, to get that fixed. But that's uh, that's basically what, what we saw. We saw a, a Florida State defense that Played okay against the run, and I was surprised that Florida ran as many times as it did. I thought I thought that was actually kind of kind of silly. I I would have checked it sixty times, but um, they clearly were trying to, I think, get the game over in some ways too. Like there, there's just, there's no real reason not to just drop back a ton against Florida State, even more than they did, because FSU can't really rush the passer. Zero sacks, only three tackles for loss. Uh, on the night for Florida State again, that's uh, compared to eight sacks for uh, 
for Florida and, and 12 tackles for loss overall. Uh, Blackman, I think, had all but one of the sacks. and You're looking at eight sacks on 25 pass attempts, so and that's 33. A couple scrambles in there, but you're still looking at, at probably, I mean, a sack more than one out of every four dropbacks, and that that's really not going to get it done. Football is a complex game, but it's also a simple game in some ways, and you have to, uh, if you can block a little bit, then you're able to, to do some things. But if you can't block at all, then you're you're pretty much screwed. So that was the case uh, with the Knowles tonight. Special teams, I thought, were mostly okay, except for Guayo missed that field goal, but uh, not, not really a huge deal uh, there. And it, it, this game, in some ways, just feels very anticlimactic because Florida State has already fired its coach, much like uh, much like Florida did with McIlwain. Um and of course, m- similar to to what you thought was happening with uh, with Jimbo two years ago, e- even if it wasn't uh, fully uh, fully announced. By the way, fifty to seven loss for uh, for Texas A&M tonight to LSU. Fifty to seven. That is that's quite a bit. But yet, I'm not really sure Florida State would do that much better there in Death Valley with, with its inability to cover um, and uh, an inability to rush the passer and also protect the passer. So, all right, uh, we will. Uh, um, I think we'll cut it here, and I will uh, talk to you guys very soon, hopefully, with perhaps some uh, some reaction to whatever happens. With this coaching search, uh, obviously, I think all the coaches that that uh, are in, in consideration are done with their regular seasons, with the exception of one, uh, who would be Norvell, who's coaching in a conference championship game, unless they want to pull somebody just out of nowhere. So, anyway, uh, yeah, that, that's the instant uh, for me. It kind of went how how we played it out. Unfortunately, I wish I wish it would have gone differently. That'd, that'd be cool, have something to react to, but just. If you can't block at all and you can't rush past her, that's that's kind of how it's going to go. So, all right, y'all. Talk to you soon. Thanks.